0: We conclude with our third and final message devoted to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Here is the entire sentence, which includes verses 18 through 21. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Please follow along as Pastor Harris explains what it means to be filled by the Holy Spirit and how someone is filled in today's slice of this week's message entitled, Be Filled with the Holy Spirit, Part 3. Every believer can and should manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That should be your pattern of life. That should be your desire. When you feel that angry sensation boiling up, remember that's God's instant of calling you. He is calling you to choose to exercise love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. if if that's the fruit that the Holy Spirit bears, and you're going to be under the control of the Holy Spirit, that's going to be the fruit that's going to show in your life. That's just almost a tautology. Thirdly, the filling of the Holy Spirit produces awareness of your relationship with God. As you choose to do the things that make you under the control of the Holy Spirit, your sense of a relationship with God is going to grow. Romans 8, 16 and 17. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. What does it mean that the Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we belong to God? I've shared it with many of you. I've shared it from the pulpit several times. Uh, the, the morning after I gave my life to Christ, coming from a background of zero gospel exposure, I heard the gospel. He called me. I believed. I declared that Jesus is my Lord. And I said, come into my life and make me into the person that you intend me to be. I went to sleep that night. I woke up in the morning. I put my feet on the floor I sat on the edge of my bed and I said out loud spontaneously with no forethought whatsoever, good morning, Lord. I kind of looked around. Somebody else talking? No, I said that. Okay. Is that that some kind of super revelation? No. But then I eventually found Romans chapter 8. I thought, wow, that's an evidence of His Spirit in my life that I actually had a sense of reaching out and calling him Lord. Your instinct to call upon God as your Father, your awareness that suffering in this life is worth it, that's all evidence of the Holy Spirit at work in your life. People without the Holy Spirit are not prompted to call out, Abba, Father, oh God. They may cry out in desperation, but if you're his child, if you're in Christ, you turn to him in trust, in in independence, empty, uplifted hands. God, I need you. I'm yours. Where does that instinct come from? The Holy Spirit at work in your life. Just like a child instinctively runs to mom and dad for safety and comfort and guidance. Another dramatic evidence of the work of the Holy Spirit is that he is an enabler. He, he, like we read in Ephesians chapter 3, he gives you the everyday enabling to do whatever it is he calls you to do. Remember he said in chapter 2, by grace you've been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not as a result of works, works lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared For us to do. So which he which he prepared beforehand. So how are we able to do those good works? He's the enabler. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. That's the Holy Spirit. One more. Number five. This passage See, I told you we'd run up to the edge of Ephesians 5.18, and we'd look over to what's coming. We'd go, oh, I get a whiff of that. Here it is. This passage itself mentions several other phenomena which are results of the filling of the Holy Spirit or evidences of the filling of the Holy Spirit in believers. Verses 19 through 21 mention Speaking, singing, making melody, giving thanks, and being subject to one another. And that's going to set the tone for those next paragraphs in Ephesians, which are going to come alive to you as never before. But now observe one obvious truth. The absence of those things would be evidence of the absence of the filling of the Holy Spirit. Somebody who doesn't want to talk with other believers, somebody who doesn't want to sing God's praises, someone who doesn't want to make a joyful noise to the Lord, somebody who doesn't want to give thanks to God every day, somebody who doesn't want to figure out how to serve other people, that's a person that isn't a Christian. Or at very best possible other interpretation, that's a Christian in open rebellion to his her father. This is a wonderful thing, what God has done for us. Understand, my friends, as we've said so many times, the most important question about you and the Holy Spirit is whether you have a relationship with Him in the first place. The Bible speaks of only two kinds of people. There are those who are spiritually alive. They all possess the Holy Spirit. There are those who are spiritually dead And they don't have the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 speaks openly about the, the two kinds of people those who are in the flesh, those who are in the spirit. One has death, one lives in a state of death, one lives in a state of life and peace. Now, no good thing you could ever accomplish on your own strength could earn you that kind of relationship with God. You must come to Him by faith, not by works. You must accept that He has provided a way through Christ for your sins to be forgiven. You have to accept the free gift of eternal life that is in Christ Jesus. And when you come to Him like that on His terms, you receive the Holy Spirit and eternal life. And if you've never done that, I can tell you right now, today, where you sit This is the perfect time for you to acknowledge your sin before God and to thank Him for sending Jesus Christ to pay the penalty for your sins so that you won't die in your sins. It's a free gift, but you have to accept the gift. It's all given by His grace, but you have to believe and recognizing now that most of us have taken that step. Uh, If you haven't, like I said, this is the time to do it. I suggest this is here in God's Word for us to remember to examine our attitude toward our relationships with God and to be sure that it is what it should be. The Holy Spirit is not a genie who pops out of his bottle to grant wishes when you've run out of other options. He is the every day, every moment enabler, present in your life to make it possible for you to please God for His glory. You can either be filled with the Holy Spirit or you can squelch His control over your life. Make the right choices. It's an everyday kind of thing. And the more you do it, the more it becomes the right habit. And God will see you through those times when you encounter, as James says, various trials and they come upon you, they fall upon you, or you fall into them. Yeah, sometimes you can't see that pothole and you hit it. Sometimes you step in it. You don't see the the thing coming your way, but you can be filled with the Spirit and you can see His grace carry you through every one of those things so that then when you have opportunity to serve, you can do it for His glory. And let's pray. Our Father, again, thank You for the Holy Spirit. Thank You for the God-breathed written Word that we have. Please, Lord, increase our desire for Your Word. Increase our joy in taking it in, comprehending it, Give us courage to obey, especially when our flesh screams out against your spirit. In those moments of decision, in those moments of reaction, teach us to make our habitual answer, yes, Lord, I belong to you. Send me. Give me words to speak that will, that will honor you when we interact with other people. And Father, indeed, send us when we see other needs, when we see needs of others around us. Have your way with us for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.